People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, you know who it is, Arsenio Buck, reported live from Bangkok, January 2nd, baby. Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. I just did a 30-minute podcast, because today marks a very special day, but I'm going to record that podcast, well, it's already uh, pre-recorded, and I've already published it for, I think, 6 p.m. tonight, if if I'm not mistaken, and it's about the second year anniversary of my podcast. Today is a special day. I want to give a huge shout out to everyone that's listening to me. Those out there in UK who are downloading so many different episodes. So many different people in Florida and just, just about everywhere in the world, man. Thank you folks out there in Barcelona. Thank you so much for the folks out there in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, just everywhere. It's just such a pleasure knowing that my voice is being heard worldwide. So thank you guys so much. And today again... Got a pre-recorded podcast for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I got another pre-recorded podcast for tomorrow morning because I am going to be doing, of course, getting back into my gym routine because everything opens back up tomorrow. Uh, and then we got a couple other things that are happening probably, yeah, throughout the week. So, of course, going by schedule. You guys have the schedule. I'll post it on Instagram later. We're having a power morning, so let's get right into it. The Big Mo, guys. The Big Mo. We're getting back into Darren Hardy. Chapter 4. Momentum. Let's talk about harnessing the big mo. Let's talk about the big mo. What is mo? Momentum. Not motivation, but momentum. You know, it's kind of like this. When Michael Johnson, 1996 Olympics, when he was in the blocks, he came out, he came out flying, right? And because he came out flying, he came around that 100 meter, uh, you know, when he came up on the straightaway, I think the last 100 meters, he clocked in at like an 8.76. I think it was the fastest ever for any human being. Um, And why? Because he already had momentum from the previous 100 meters he ran on the curb. See, you understand? See, it's kind of like this. When I'm in the morning and I wake up on fire and I do a podcast, I drop my clothes off, I do my dry cleaning, I put all these posts on Instagram and Twitter and et cetera, et cetera. That's the big mo working with me. Because once you start, it's very hard to stop. Just about a couple days ago, I think on New Year's Eve, I remember I wrote one blog, and then I wrote two, then I did a podcast, then I did a video, and then I just kept going throughout the day. Because once you get going, it's hard to stop. And you're probably going to hear me say that so much. It's like Isaac Newton's Law of Inertia, okay? Couch potatoes will stay couch potatoes. People like Gary Vee who constantly create content well of course it's his team that creates the content but he's constantly putting out different things over and over and over guess who wins in the end that's like a successful rhythm and a lot of people do not understand that that's why i actually put um what is it i actually put what the hell am i trying to talk about ah in the photo you guys see in the photo it's a rocket right so just last week i was actually going home And I was on the train, and I was watching SpaceX. SpaceX, of course, uh, Elon Musk is the CEO of SpaceX. And I just recall seeing this rocket go up, right? But it was going up so slow. And I forgot what the KPH was per hour or whatever, or the MPH, whatever, you know, because KPH here, then, of course, America does MPH. But the more it went into the stratosphere, and outer, 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 the more speed it picked up. It went from going just a measly, probably 100 kph to 200 to 300, 
and it was at like 7,000 after about, oh my God, give or take five to 10 minutes. I'm, I'm sorry, like five, or, five to 10 minutes, give or take a couple of minutes. That's all based on momentum. You see, just like I told you about Isaac Newton's law of inertia. So it's not easy to build the momentum though. But once you do, you got to look out. It's kind of like the merry-go-rounds. When you start getting it going with the merry-go-rounds, it, it starts getting faster and faster and faster. It's like the New York roller coaster, right? The New York, New York roller coaster, of course, in Las Vegas. When you're going up, it's the clicking that gets you, right? It goes. Then you realize you get so high and you're like, oh, shit, what, uh, what, why did I do this? And the next thing you know, it gets to the platform. And everyone's like, oh, shit. It's just S-bombs, F-bombs, B-bombs, all kinds of bombs being laid all in the universe. And then that drop-off, there it is. And it gets faster and faster and faster. See, this is just basically like the, the, the you know, basically the law of gravity. You know, so uh, you, you, what I, what I want to tell you guys is, have you ever wondered why so many people become successful? And it's kind of like the rich get richer, the happy get happier, the lucky get luckier. They've got the mo when it rains, it pours. It all depends based on habits and whatnot. So if you look at it this way, the poor get poor, rich get richer. A lot of people would say, okay, well, that's Republicans and Democrats, the stupid labeling, right? But it's all based on what you're doing. So it's like the worst, or no, I wouldn't say the worst because that's already the superlative. Bad people get <laughs> get worse. Worse become the worst. You know what I mean? And, of course, you see how LeBron James, he wasn't the best when he was 14, 15, 16, 17. But the more momentum he built and the more work ethic and the more discipline he had and more discipline he developed over the course of years. At the age of 33 years old, this man is a freak of nature and he's still dominating the league and has been dominating the last 15 years. A lot of people would say, well, he's genetically gifted. He's physically, you know, gifted. He's a, he's a genetic beast, et cetera, et cetera. No, 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 no. It's all based on momentum. See, once you get going, I'm going to say it again. It's hard to stop. So how do you get well, – a lot of you – I could go on and talk about a couple more things. But a lot of you are like, okay, so how do I get Big Mo to pay me a visit? Well, the thing is you build up to it. You get into the groove. You get in the zone. You got to get in the zone. It's kind of like – I realized over the last couple of days, anytime I sit on my bed, I'm less productive, right? I get off track. I start reading dumb things or do this or do that. And so I said, okay, now that I have my planner right over here to my left, I got a book right here. I got my laptop, this and that. Everything's fully charged. I'm going straight upstairs to the top of my condo. And I'm going to be forced to sit down and write and do a lot of different things and apply for a lot of different jobs all over the world just in case. But my plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan F. You know what I mean? You just got to break out of it. And once you do that first thing, like once I write the first blog, it's fire from there. It's fire. And especially you, when you feel more accomplished, you want to keep doing more and more and more. So how can you get started? Well, first and foremost, it's like number one. Making you choices based on your goals and your core values. So, this is really funny because I had a very interesting, I'm going to tell you guys a very, very interesting story. And since I have my voice back this morning, which is so exciting, 
Um, I'm going to do the podcast and schedule it for tomorrow evening, and it's going to be an, a, an extremely funny Oh my god, you guys are gonna love this one. Uh, and yeah, basically, I met someone, and this someone, I don't know, to this day, I'm still like, well, you know, to this morning, to this minute, to this second, whatever you wanna call it, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I can't believe I wasted those two to two and a half hours with this human being. Oh my gosh, she reminded me so much of a person I met, uh, what is it, seven years ago back in Australia. Her name was Romishka. She was from Mauritius, and she was so ain. Oh, my God. I don't even know how to describe this human being, but you know what? I'm going to get into that story tomorrow night. It's going to be funny as hell, so I'll leave it at that, but it's all about making the successful, of course, making choices, and so that was brought up, and I'm just going to give you guys a nice little sneak peek. She's like, oh, so am I the last person you talk to face-to-face? She's basically saying, oh, you don't have friends in Bangkok. I'm like, okay, describe what a friend is. I don't want to, the, the thing, you, you don't know a thing about me. I could tell you the story that happened nine years ago in terms of all my friendships being completely destroyed and what happened this, well, uh, you know, just last year in terms of, fr- oh, let's talk about friends. Let's talk about Thai friends, you know, kind of like the three friends that I asked to do me a favor in the morning and said, oh, you know what? Can you just help me take my stuff from here to here? All three of those sorry ass, quote unquote, friends that I've known for, you know, between probably a year to three years, they disappeared. Are you talking about those? Oh, well, maybe you should do, you should make other friends. Oh, blah, 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 blah. So we'll get into that tomorrow night. So anyways, it's all making choices. You don't want to surround yourself with a bunch of dumbass people. That's what I'm trying to say. So you guys stay tuned for that tomorrow night. That's going to be a hell of a podcast. So I'm going to schedule that right after this. So you guys are going to have podcasts for the next uh, couple of days and whatnot. So making new choices to meet people, but the thing is, when you make choices to meet new people, don't you know some of them are going to be like fig newtons, right? Those are those little those little things that are packed with you know insect legs and stuff like that. They taste really good, but it's all it's packed with insect legs. You know, you you could, you're going to meet you can meet someone of influence, and then you can meet a goddamn fig, okay? You can meet someone who's an entrepreneur, which I've been meeting a lot of at the gym that I work out at. That's what I love so much about them because they're not judgmental. Or you might meet someone who you're just sitting across from and you're just like, I cannot believe I'm still sitting here listening to your bullshit. You know, you know what I mean? So, I, again, it's you got to make the right choices. Now, the thing is, the right choices might not always be the right choices at the beginning, but you learn from it. Because now I know going forward, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, <laughs> oh God, that's, that's an amazing story. Anyways, getting off track. Let's keep going. Number two, putting those choices to work through new positive behaviors. So if you make a choice to become healthier, how are you going to implement the new positive behaviors in the, put them in place to help you obtain the goal of dropping what? A kilogram, five kilograms, five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is. Again, micro wins. Don't set it too big. It has to be believable for you. If you want to say, oh, I want to drop 50 pounds. No, I need to drop five pounds because, again, the compound effect, the little steps and that inertia, that momentum, it's going to build. Big Bo's going to be like, oh, I see you. It's kind of like this, right? I was at the gym and there's this 
there's this bike, right? There's this bike, and I saw Ray Lewis doing it, line, all-star linebacker. I'll be talking uh, about him in the aggressive mask uh, coming up this Saturday. But there's this bike at the gym where you have to, like, really, really push it. Like, you have to go hard for maybe 5 to 10 seconds, as hard and as fast as you possibly can, to burn one calorie. And so this guy named Free, awesome guy, best trainer, this, this guy's a beast. He's a futsal beast. He's like, listen, Arsenio, you're going to have to pound this away for 5 to 10 seconds to get that one calorie. After that, it's easy. That's all momentum. Number three, repeating those healthy actions long enough to establish new habits. So the behaviors has to be repeated. It could be over a course of a week, a month. I think I really have to say between 7 to 30 days. I'd really put it that way. It just depends how much you actually get it going and how quick enough. See what I mean? Because once you do, after that, there it is. It's now a habit. It's like when your mom keeps telling you when you're young, hey, brush your teeth, hey, brush your teeth, hey, brush your teeth, hey, brush your teeth. What the hell are you doing? Do I have to keep telling you? Next time I tell you, I'm going to whip your goddamn ass. And then next thing you know, you're like, okay, okay, physical beating or brush my teeth? I'm going to brush my teeth. Sometimes we learn the hard way. Sometimes we learn by just doing it repetition over and over and over. So that's how you do it. A behavior has to be developed in a habit into a habit by repeated repetition number four building routines and rhythms into your daily discipline so again like i told you about just on yesterday's podcast we're going to talk about darren hardy's little routine tomorrow but this is what i'm going to be breaking it down to okay in terms of routine power and then staying consistent over you know a long enough period of time and then bang Big Bo kicks in your door in the best possible way. Think about the simmer. The, the sweat. No, let's think about Usain Bolt. You guys remember him from the 2004 Olympics? He didn't even qualify for like the semi I think he was in the prelims. I don't even know if he qualified for the quarterfinals. And you know what? He had a disgusting score. He would get beat by Xavier Carter, who ended up just disappearing after like two years. Tyson Gay was whipping his ass for, you know, between 2007, 2008, and then Right before the Olympics at the Grand Prix in Jamaica, he set a new world work, new world work, new world record, 9.71 seconds in the 100 meters. But four years prior to that, he had a 21 something and got beat by everyone in the field in one heat in Athens during the Olympics there. And I still remember his face just putting his hands on his head incredulously not knowing what the hell happened saying to himself oh my god what just happened yeah but you know what having that discipline and doing it over and over and over it took him four years see sometimes man you know doing this my podcast again it gains a lot of momentum then it goes down up down up down up down up down all that depends on my consistency and depends on what i talk about too but now, I could say, okay, my first year, I mean, the plays were pretty bad. And I don't know if I enabled downloading on my plays. Uh, I don't know if I had... I need to turn this air on. Okay. I, I don't know if I enabled downloading on my plays. I think you could only play and not download. There's a lot of different things, right? 
So that's probably why my podcast wasn't so successful. We could go on and on and on about why it wasn't the biggest in the beginning, but that's how it is, guys. It's not going to be overnight success. Maybe you obtain overnight success, but it is very, very difficult. But that's not, and the thing is, man, that's a one out of a million shot. If you seriously believe that everything's just going to come to you immediately, you could forget about it. You really can. It's all about staying disciplined. Just keep creating, keep doing. And no, I'm not saying keep hustling because I see mother, I see people at Walmart hustling, picking up boxes. Is that going to make them get a raise? Yeah, probably 10 cents. So anyways, let's keep going. Michael Phelps. Okay, won the legendary eight gold medals at the 2008 Olympics in Beijing. How did he do it? Working with this coach. Of course, you know, I mean, he just had in mind so many memories of so many different failures and this and that. And people were like, wait, can he do it in Rio? You know, what happened just two years ago? And he absolutely hammered everyone. I think he won a record, although they weren't all gold medals, I don't think. I'm not sure. I didn't really follow the Olympics, but... He did it again at Rio. Just amazing. And again, is he was that's why he was he's become so unbeatable in the pool. Because he just does it over and over and over. So, I mean, if you look at the iPod, okay, that wasn't an overnight success. I didn't even know what the iPod was until an MTV show back in uh oh my god, when was that? 2004. There was a show I used to watch, and of course, all I did was play video games. There, you know, I couldn't, we couldn't get information and stuff on the internet. I don't even think we had a computer. It really sucked. But there were so many other things I could have been doing in 2004, but of course, I didn't know anything about this. So, um, yeah, there it was. The, I, the iPod came out, and I'm like, what's an iPod? You know, in 2001, it was initially launched. Okay, so in 2001, they went up about, what, 30% in revenue, Okay. But the previous year, it was like negative 33. The following year, of course, in 2002, it was at a negative, you know, negative 2%. In 2003, it shifted to, of course, the positive 18%. And, of course, in 2004, when I caught it, of course, on that TV show, it was at 33% increase. 2005, that Mo came on, 68%. 2006, 2005 you know what as a matter of fact 2005 that's when i actually bought the ipod nano that was the color one you know you could put some pictures on there and whatnot but guys honestly look at what's happening with technology that was just 10 years ago okay 12 years ago okay 13 years ago now but just think about it we had an ipod nano we couldn't call from the ipod nano we could just put pictures on there scroll up do a couple of songs and that's it that's all we could do there weren't any bluetooth headphones the headphones really sucked back then bose wasn't around back then or maybe it was but it was unheard of but after a while look at it now you don't need ipods anymore we got a goddamn watch can you imagine what's gonna happen in 10 years that was just 10 years ago guys the apple watch when did that launch what three years ago or something like that four years ago momentum 70 percent Owns the majority of the player market share in the MP3 reel. This thing is a beast. If you look at Google, I mean, remember Ask Jeeves, Yahoo.com? AOL was big in America. Now, I try and mention it to some of my students out here in Thailand. Hey, you know AOL? What the hell's AOL? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's America Online. Of course, they're not going to be in Thailand. But Google was struggling in the beginning. I always used to go to Yahoo and Ask Jeeves when I was in middle school. 
I was like, what's Google? But you know what? It owns, of course, now 60% of its market. YouTube, the video sharing space created in 2005. It officially launched in November. That year after, was it February 2005? Yeah, November. Probably a month after I bought my iPod, uh, iPod Nano. I didn't know what YouTube was. And it's so amazing. Now, Google caught up with YouTube's two young founders and paid them $1.65 billion to buy their mo, their momentum. And you know what? Now, I think, uh, what is it? YouTube is like a trillion-dollar machine. I'm not even sure what it is. I heard Gary Vee talking about it. But, guys, look at it. I mean, I didn't even know YouTube back in 2005. I remember I started watching some funny YouTube videos in 2008. Uh, the only motivational video I saw at that time was like a snippet. It, it was the the music was from um, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio acting as the uh, in South Africa. Damn it! Oh my God, Blood Diamond. There we go, Blood Diamond had the music from there at the end of the video. I mean, at the end of the movie, and I love it because it was it was just like a nice little melody and stuff like that. And then it built up. And I remember that motivational video. I would always listen to that after my girlfriend broke up with me in early January 2009. Always listen to that. Had a clip of KG, Kevin Garnett, winning the NBA championship. Had another clip from uh, Rocky, Rocky Five, of him giving his son a lecture in the dark, you know, in the dark streets. And um, Billy Donovan's speech during the 2006 National Championship game, before the 2006 National Championship game. All this clustered together. Now you have so many, you have billions upon billions of motivational videos out there. Why? Because it's easy to make a lot of videos now. But if you made videos back in 2008, 2009, 2010, you are now a millionaire. Really. Amazing, isn't it? It's hard. It's a hard, mar- it's a hard market to get into right now. Do, do I care? Because, you, you know, I don't really give a damn. If you watch me, if I have this many views, that many views, I'm still doing what I was put on this planet to do. To help, to engage, to enthrall, and to inspire, instill and ignite that passion within people. I don't give a damn about the views whatsoever. See what I mean? So, that's why I keep doing this podcast. Is my podcast going to become an overnight success? No, it's not. I don't know. Maybe I might wake up one day and it might go from 26,000 plays and downloads to 30,000. And I'm going to say, oh my God, I have arrived. Maybe, I don't know. But is that going to basically sum up what I've always been trying to accomplish in terms of money? I don't give a damn about the money. I don't. That's why right now, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, in a little bit of a bind right now. But the thing is, it's always, and I mean, it's always about building up that momentum. So we're going to be getting into routine power tomorrow. Okay, we're going to be talking about the rise and shine of Darren Hardy. We're going to be talking about the end days and everything. His routine versus my routine that I talked about yesterday on my podcast. This evening, it's the two-year anniversary. Funny-ass stories. Big shout-outs. Uh, tomorrow evening, oh my god, that's gonna be a flawless podcast. So anyways, stay tuned for that, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I got my voice back. <sighs> so that's why I'm just going at it. I'm just, just chopping it away, man. It's almost 10 a.m. I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Any questions, shower them away. This is your host, over and out. <laughs>